rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, here I am. I'm here. I'm here. My name is Tara Devlin. Hi, everybody. We we're having a show. I don't think it's going to be a long show. It won't because the Democratic convention is tonight, but I figured I'd just pop in and we'd have a conversation for a little bit, try to do as many shows as I possibly can, and I would like to encourage you all to become patrons so we can do more shows on a regular basis. This is the problem with my life in general. Not that you have to fix my life. I wish, like, Iana. Ever watched that show, Iana, Fix My Life? I need that bitch. Where is Iana when you need her? Is that how you pronounce her name? Iana, Fix My Life? Fuck, get it. I need somebody to get up in here and fix this bitch. This bitch, I mean. This one. Not the, And this bitch. The whole thing. Fix it up. So, yeah, whatever. I'm going to try to do a show as many times as we possibly can so we can find more patrons and get to that magic number where we will be able to have a daily show. And that's what is needed. You hear that all the time. Now more than ever, we need whatever it might be. Fill in the blank. Now more than ever. Well, I'm not kidding. Now more than ever, we need a liberal media. And this is the liberal media. You're looking at it. I hear you. It's a little rough around the edges. It's been kicked down a couple of flights of stairs every now and then. Well, metaphorically speaking, thankfully. But yeah, so we're in this together. And it's completely people-funded media. Otherwise, we're done. We're doomed. You know it. I know it. This is why I'm here. Thank you for your support. So we don't want to... I, so here's the thing. The Democratic Convention is tonight, so I'm sure everybody wants to watch it. And the last time I did a watch party, we got hit with a copyright infringement and the channel, my my YouTube channel, was shut down for a week. So I don't want to f- really risk that again. So I don't know what the situation with the Democratic Convention is, who owns the rights to it. I don't want to find out by accident. And, all right, what else? I also, I do want to thank, we do have a couple of new patrons. Um, So, I do, hold on a second, I should have gotten this ready. But I'm only human, and I'm only one person. It's irritating, I know. I wish there was... I mean, people would say, what kind of person uh, do you want to meet as far as a relationship goes? And I'm I'm just like, well, you know, tall. That doesn't have to be tall. I'm just saying, I'm describing myself. (laughs) Long hair, flaming liberal socialist, loves cats. Well, loves all animals, really. Not just cats. Cats just happen to fit into my into my lifestyle (laughs) i would have all animals if i could so basically they were like you know describing myself who who would you want to be with i'm like yeah i just want i want me i just want me 
If you ever fill out a a dating profile. Wait. Ah, I'm putting in my password. What the fuck? Hold on, everybody. Talk amongst yourself. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jesus Christ. I just wanted to... I'm trying to log into my Patreon. And it's not letting me. All right. Let's see who's here, by the way. By the by. Where are my people at? Where's my people? Where, did you ever see that movie when you were little? If you were, if you're my age, if you're a Gen Z person, what am I? No, I'm not Gen Z. I'm Z Gen X. <laughs> I wish I was Gen Z. And be younger, right? That's a younger generation. And there was, well, there was a TV movie called "Where Have All the People Gone." Have you seen that movie? I, remi I, rem I reminded myself of that movie. Where have all the people gone? That was something that haunted my dreams. That th It was about the end of the world. They came out and there was like nobody there. That sounds like a dream come true for me. And then there was another one, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. That one scared the hell out of me. And another one was Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things. That was on TV. No wonder I'm damaged. How old are you? Sin City asks. You don't ask a lady her age, Sin City. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm old. I'm too old to be doing this shit. I'm too old to be stressing out. Like, I'm always stressing out. You think I would learn as, a, in fact, when I was talking, because you guys know I'm in recovery, so. I remember asking an old-timer once, a literal old-timer and figurative old-timer in recovery, meaning he had a lot of time, a lot of sobriety, and he was also very old. And I asked him, what would you do differently if you could have done it all again? And he said, I wouldn't have worried as much. And that always stuck with me. I'm not saying I'm a worrier, a little bit. I have anxiety. Is that worry? I, there's also, there are rational fears. It's just because you're paranoid doesn't mean that people aren't following you, that kind of thing. So I, I'm a little, uh, I do get anxiety. I wish I could do something about that. Well, I do. I, I'm, I chant Nam Yoho Renge Kyo. That helps. And I practice Buddhism. I know there's more here than meets the eye. I'm not here to, like, go into some spiritual thing tonight. You never know how the show goes, though. You know what I mean? We're here to talk about politics, but it's all connected, frankly. We know that. I know that. There is, there is no other... Like, when people say, I don't follow politics, I don't... I, I'm not interested in politics, you might as well be saying that you're not interested in the air you breathe or the uh, the food you eat or your automatic nervous system. Everything is politics, for Christ's sake. And for Christ's sake, really. If only it was for Christ's sake. That's the thing that's so annoying about Republicans, besides everything else, is that they're full of, they're full of it. They're liars. If they were truly 
Jesus lovers, we wouldn't be in this boat. We wouldn't have all the problems that we have. And I do blame them. I blame the conservatives, really. Conservatives on both sides of the aisle. So when... I do hope that Joe Biden wins this election because enough is enough. We will not survive another four years of Twitter. Absolutely not. And there's more information coming out just how stark it is that we're we're not kidding this thing feels very much in my face tonight maybe that's a good thing i should probably just do a show like this <laughs> maybe i'll build a i'll build a wall that'll be good a wall of cats i might get some more patrons that way but the more that we're hearing uh, about what's going on in Twitler's White House. First, look, I am. <laughs> I gotta get this out of my face. I'm sorry. That um, let let's make no mistake, though. All of the Republicans that are now coming out of the woodwork to denounce Twitler, where the hell were you when you came down the escalator? You, not you, him. I'm reading I'm reading the texts or the chat while I'm trying to talk. Tara, you sound better tonight. You mean mentally better? I guess front ain't easy. I'm not I'm not better. <laughs> Everything sucks. No, I'm I'm trying not to put that negativity into the universe. Everything I do believe in that. I First of all, let's get back to spirituality for a second. Everything is connected. That's why I say we stick together, we win. There, that's the problem with our civilization, with humanity in general. They, the delusion is that we're not connected, that we're separate. And if anything, I keep being proved, proven correct as the pandemic, case in, prime case in point, one friggin' guy, one friggin' doltard glutton corpse eater wants to eat some corpses, and here we are. Um, all around the world, people are dead, people are sick. That's... Uh, goes to show you we're all connected and then there are other layers to life there is more here than meets the eye as not that i know i mean i'm not a i'm not um you know like a catholic priest i'm not the pope that can sit in a throne and say that i know all the mysteries of the universe that's one thing that pisses me off about all of these organized religions of the book, which I was raised as, I was raised Catholic, is, is there complete certainty? How arrogant are, of course it's a bunch of men that sit there and say, oh yeah, God is a man and we know, we know it all. We have all the secrets. But they, what are, what's the secret? For thousands of years, 
It was, oh, everybody, just toil in the field and you'll get your reward in heaven. And, and don't rise up against the king because that's your natural lord. Seriously. And I do believe that all of our, all of the problems that we face in life, in, in society, in civilization, can be boiled down to uh, our erroneous thinking that we are not connected. And also the erroneous teachings of these religions of the book. I hate to tell you. I know a lot of people, that's fine if you believe that. I know people who are Christian, and they're liberals, normal people. And they actually follow the Christian teachings of that socialist hippie that walked around the desert giving out free health care. Right? But those are few and far between. It's just like people say, oh, Republicans, take over, take back your party. Well, I would say that to the Christians. And the thing that really, this is how, in my opinion, you can tell an erroneous teaching. All right? If this is religious instructions by Tarid, for, by Taradactyl, by the Tarabusters, um, is that they tell, first of all, okay, they set up a hierarchy. There you go. Boom. Drop the mic. That's how you can tell that a religious, a religion is an erroneous teaching and it isn't doing us any favors. Because the way I look at it, all of these religions of the book can all be boiled down to this, the old saying, the beatings will continue until morale improves. So everybody in your place, and then we can have utopia, <clears throat> right? So, but they all hold the key. It's always some man holding the key to your spirituality and your, div your divinity and, and putting people in a hierarchy of who has access to that divinity. That's bullshit. If you say that women, like for example, the thing that why I don't practice Catholicism when I got a clue is because how dare you? How dare you tell women that they, can, they don't have the same access to the divine as a man? Oh, because somebody, he's got a what? He's got a y, y chromosome? I mean, uh, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous, and it's all about power and control and peop and putting people down. And there you go. Right, <laughs> Jim. Invasive ultrasound now required for salvation. Absolutely. And the if they really had your interest, your your spiritual growth and interest at heart they would denounce themselves as erroneous teachers and there would be a radical revolution in the church that would say, everyone, if you have a calling, if you want to be a priest and you want to administer and minister to people and 
what women can't lead man f you a man well man what i mean come on come on give me a break and that's why i don't practice catholicism because i'm like how much do i have to hate myself to be part of a religion that doesn't think that i'm a full and equal partner in the in life with the divine and that i need a man to go ooga booga booga that you know you're you're healed you're absolved your your singer uh, here to go tell just say some hail marys get the f out of here so yeah and and the reflection as we as you know, we talk about in buddhism i can't talk as we try to talk about in buddhism how everything it's your mirror the world is your mirror so you see all the crap that's going on out there? That's your mirror. That's We got to fix our faces. I, that's why we do the show. Don't break the mirror. Fix your face. Fix our the way that we interact in the world. What uh, Pull the covers off of these erroneous teachings. No, it's... You want to... What is this bullshit? about uh, what whatever it might be we can let's go let's just whatever okay let's go into the republic because i wanted to first before before we start and we're you know this is just you never know what's going to happen on terror buster that's why i ask you to support the show it's sort of like a um <laughs> This is good. Randy Ball on the ta- on the periscope. You don't have to hate yourself. We will do it for you. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, Randy Ball, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Boo-hoo, you sound like Biden. Maybe you need a teleprompter. Oh, my God. Holy shit. How about you go fuck yourself? Bye. <laughs> but that was a good one. I sound like Biden. Why? Because I'm going... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All righty. Ah, we'll do it for you. No, that's okay. See, that's what I mean. Assholes like that, it's... They're, they, they're the ones that drag us all down <laughs> and they really deserve the country that we're living in now but we're trying to make this world a better place frankly in spite of them and when we win because we will win we are on the right side of history and humanity that's why republicans have to fight so hard to maintain then, uh, you know, even assholes like that idiot, who I forgot his name all of a sudden. I mean, not all of a sudden. That's how quickly, that's how easily forgotten he is. That's what they do. You see, if Republicans weren't acting like that, I would be entirely surprised. And also, I would consider it that I'm not working hard enough, that I need to up up, up my game a little. So... I find that to be, it's validation when they're shitting their diapies and calling me names and 
you know, I will not stop. But they see the thing about Republicans and like that asshole in particular is that no one will ever remember them when they step off this mortal coil. Mother Earth will breathe a sigh of relief because they offer nothing. They bring nothing to the table. They don't add anything. They are takers in the true sense of the word. Not only just taking of the civilization that liberals fought, bled, and died to, to make possible for idiots like that, and they're so clueless. They have no idea. They don't know their own history. They're just a bunch of morons begging a con man for a trickle. That's who they are. You see how pathetic that is? So we have to continue to evolve without them. All of them bring nothing to the table. They would never, they don't pull a fucking hair for anybody else but themselves. And when they leave this planet, because they don't bring anything to the planet, they think that's their birthright to be a selfish prick to never think about anybody else but themselves, to shove as many corpses into their mouths as they can, to eat sugarly shit and distract themselves until they finally step off this mortal coil. And for Mother Earth, it can't be too soon. So, and that's why they're so angry and they lash out. Now, you don't have to agree with me, asshole, but move the fuck along. And if you don't like it, make your own fucking show. But I ha- I highly doubt that, I mean, I highly, well, yeah, I guess I doubt that uh, you have the ability to do it. You don't have anything interesting. Well, you did make me laugh with that stupid, uh, you know, it was pretty, it was a good one. Uh, other than that, that's all you have. Be the life of a Twitter troll. You see what I mean? Bringing nothing to the table, disparaging those who are in the arena, and to what end? All of them, they want the, the civilization that they that we make possible for them. They're like Goldilocks. You know, government is just right in the ways that it serves them. But whatever. We, uh, this is why we do what we do. There's a, they are legion. Except, you know what? They're just loud. There are a lot of them. But they're not the majority. That's why they have to cheat. And they whine, they whine loud like a bunch of friggin', I don't know what, like stuck pigs. Just a bunch of squeaks squeal poor little fragile little snowflakes projecting out onto normal society yeah whatever where are we let me see anyway so the dem convention is tonight and as it was last night and the thing that irritated me it's going to continue and this is why i wanted to pop in and do a show um, we'll probably, it's probably just going to be a quick show and maybe tomorrow we'll, we'll get together earlier. I'll try to get on here earlier before the Dem convention begins. And, um, yeah, but I want to thank, before I even go on, 
Um, I do want to thank our new patron, our beautiful new patron. Sherry Stately, thank you so very much for your soup. I mean, not super chat for your patronage. Without people like you, we wouldn't have a show. And I sent you a message, Sherry. If you're listening, which I hope you are, please send me your address and I'll send you a keep calm and join the resistance window cling. And anybody else who wants one, you got to just be a patron or be a longtime supporter somehow and send me a send me an email with your address cuz the patronage doesn't include your address it just has your email address and the other thing i wanted to say i received an incredible donation uh, a one off donation through paypal edward martini that um, my eyes popped out of my head and I almost got the vapors and fainted. So thank you for your incredible generosity and for supporting the show. And if you are the same Edward Martini that I knew on uh, in my youth on Staten Island, um, yeah, hit me up. All right. Wait, hold on. Where are you guys? All right. So last night they had the Republican. The <laughs> it might as well have been the Republican National Convention. Uh, yeah, people are getting. They're getting. I heard on the corporate media today they're saying how oh they're they're getting upset because the Democrats had so many Republicans. Yeah, but this is the Democratic Convention. I don't see the point of bringing on Republicans. Oh, I get the whole, oh, look, we can reach across the aisle. But this is why I hate to always bring it about, make it about this show. I'm, I'm, it really is about pushing these DLC Democrats to the left. And you see what's going on. The Republicans, they destroyed their own party. They destroyed the United States. They have they they don't know what to do with themselves. Now they want to destroy the Democratic Party. They destroyed their own party and made, got us to a point where they elected a literal con man. A tax cheating draft dodging con man and now they want to destroy the Democratic Party. They want to make the Democratic Party like the Republican Party should have been. And it, and the Democratic Party is pretty close to being that way. So when I, I have to ask, what how much do these people want? Uh, let me play John Kasich, his speech, so we can get on this... Just get on the page. If you guys didn't see it, here we go. Across the world and across the aisle. The stakes in this election call for that kind of leadership. We have to think leadership. about more than one party. We do? What? This is what pisses me off. How many times can one party destroy a country? 
before we have deemed them an irredeemable party. Did you see in the first Republican Great Depression, did Roosevelt rehab the De- the Republican Party? No. Absolutely not. In the Democratic Convention, in fact, he reminded the American people and the Democrats just who was responsible for the Republican Great Depression. And he never missed an opportunity to remind the American people that it was the Republicans, it's their policies. But, you know, look at where we are now in this country as far as the, 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 the kind of country we live in. We are the least upwardly mobile. There, we have the widest income gap between rich and poor. The majority of the American people, 80%, live check to check. This is unacceptable. And what are you talking about? What Meeting across the aisle? What are we meeting them for? What's in the middle of this equation when we're so far into fascism, when we're into an entrenched oligarchy, that any further than we're not coming back? You see, Trump is taking us to that extreme. But the Republicans had us on that trajectory to begin with. And so did the DLC Democrats. They all made him possible. So what the Republic? I mean, what I, it's so hard to keep them straight. What the Democrats did by constantly opening the door and saying, you know, let them vote for the Democrats if they want. Would you ever imagine a, uh, a pol- the Republican Party bring, bringing Democrats in? Are you serious? After, after how many times do they have to crash the economy? This isn't a mere matter of opinion. How many Americans have to die? How many people have to needlessly die? How many suicides, deaths by despair? Until we get a goddamn political party that acts actually represents the people. I'm, I don't know. This whole, uh, look, hey, we got to open this big tent to these effing bastards who voted for Twitler, who voted for Bush, who voted for every illegitimate Republican president in my lifetime, and they were all illegitimate. They all committed treason, including... I mean, the last, we we have the receipts. The last legitimately elected Republican president was Eisenhower. Then you have the a string of Republicans committing crimes. Nixon, Reagan, all committing treason to get elected. And we have the receipts where Edward Edward. Oh, Everett, why can't I say that name? Everett Dirksen. We have on tape Johnson calling Everett Dirksen, saying he, they have Nixon on tape. Going behind the back 
of the sitting president to negotiate with the enemy, to tell that enemy to hold on, to keep the war going, because when uh, they'll give you a better deal. Nixon will give the Viet, the Viet Cong a better deal. How many people, how many Americans died while they were, well, while the Republicans were undermining peace talks? That's what they were doing for their own political gain. And then you have Reagan. He did the same thing, negotiated with the enemies. The Iranian hostages. He negotiated with the Iranians to keep the hostages, keep them longer. So it didn't look good for Carter. It would help Reagan's election. That's treason. If anybody else, if I did that, I would be in prison. But the Republicans get a pass. And here they are yet again in the Democratic Convention getting a pass. We have to think about the very core of our democracy. And that's What's why that? you're about to hear from some unexpected voices. Oh, God. I'm Governor Christine Todd Whitman. The one what am who, I doing here? I'm yeah, I, that's what I was asking. What's she doing here? I'm t- Christy Todd Whitman, who told the people of New York and New Jersey and all those who came to volunteer after 9-11 that the air quality was pristine, A-OK, until 10 years later, everybody started dropping dead. Remember that? Oh, well, they had to get Wall Street back and running. So who cares who dies? Mamas, papas, daddies, uh, your, your sons, your daughters, who cares? Your girlfriends, your, your, who, who cares? That you're just a, you're nothing. They need Wall Street. Wall Street has to get back to work. The rich have to get richer. We got to get this market back. Who cares if you are down there breathing toxic dust? Christy Todd Whitman said it was, no, 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 no problem. Unreal. I'm Republican. My parents were introduced at a Republican National Convention by their parents. That's how far back it goes. Oh, boy. This isn't about... You should be ashamed of yourself. It's about a person. A person decent enough, stable enough, strong enough to get our economy back on track. A person who can work with everyone, Democrats and Republicans, to get things done. Get what done? Donald Trump isn't that person. Joe Biden is. What are we getting done? How much do they got to get done? We're going to meet them halfway? Oh, so when we do something, we promote policies that maybe leave no one behind, then the Republicans go, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. this is too, too, too much, we the people. This is too much e pluribus unum going on. Let's meet them halfway. Yeah, let's have a system that only works for some. That seems to be working so well, right? That's America. That's freedom. They've literally redefined freedom as the rich have absolutely no obligation to give a shit about anybody but themselves. That's what freedom is. They've redefined it. 
I'm Meg Whitman. I'm a longtime Republican and a longtime CEO. You're saying that in public? I want to live to see the day when that 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 declaration is only whispered in hushed tones and shame. Let me tell you, Donald Trump has no clue how to run a business, let alone an economy. Well, um, the United States isn't a business. Not that I'm coming to Twitler's defense. He has no idea how to do anything. He's a parasite, a leech, and a disgusting orange one at that. Joe Biden, on the other hand, has a plan that will strengthen our economy for working people and small business really? owners. Really? So, well, for me, uh, the- All right. Your lips to somebody's ears. Please. He has a plan? How come in 40 years they all talk about these plans, but the rich keep getting richer and the working class keeps getting to be the working poor? This is simple. I'm with Joe. Oh, good for you. Hi, I'm Susan Molinari. I'm a former Republican member of Congress from New York City, and I've known Donald Trump for most of my political career. So disappointing and lately so disturbing. So disappointing. I've also gotten to know and work with Joe. Is that the word, really, that describes what we're seeing? Oh, it's so disappointing. It's disappointing when they don't have blonde coffee at Starbucks. Oh, that's disappointing. Or when, I don't know, they don't have the, the Mexican soy cheese that I like at the supermarket. Disappointing? I wouldn't quite call what we have witnessed in the last three and a half years disappointing. I would call it a goddamn crime spree. That's disappointing, isn't it? When you come home and your entire house, the contents of your house have been removed. Some some grifter backed up a moving van and took everything into uh, and and drove it away. That's disappointing. But these are Republicans. What do we expect from them? And the Democratic Party is giving them a pass. And not only that, the Democratic Party is rehabbing them. Allowing it and and ensuring that it's going to continue. Republicans, we will get to the point, you mark these words, that the Republicans will um, all of the sudden, they will all... Net, pretend that they they were not for Twitler all along. Even Lindsey Graham. All of them, Mitch McConnell. They're they're they will all cover their ass. I mean, they are shameless as it is, and they will count on the revisionist history and the stupidity of the idiots who follow them, of course, but also the complicity of the corporate media to play along with the scam and give them a pass, like John Kasich and, and the rest of these war criminals, sort of like Ellen palling around with the war criminal George Bush. And without a George Bush, there wouldn't have been a Sarah Palin, and without a Sarah Palin, there wouldn't have been a Twitler. 
and all of that together without the record income disparity and upward immobility. There wouldn't have been any of it. What a different country we would be living in if we, if the Democratic Party followed FDR's second Bill of Rights. We would be living in a, in a country where the rich, yeah, we, we're rich. We still have some rich people, of course, but they're not so rich that they challenge government itself. We the people, that they turn the American people into indentured servants and serfs. They're still, they'd, they'd still be rich people. But, you know, we would have a middle class. We don't have a middle class anymore. We live in a country where the middle class is below 50% of the population. And it's going, it keeps getting lower. And you think that they give a shit? They went home while 40 million Americans are out of work because of the coronavirus. And it's only going to get worse. It's only the beginning where people are, don't have the money to pay their bills. It will. You want to see trickle down? Get ready. It's coming. Unfortunately, not the way that we've been promised in the voodoo lie that they peddled. And here are the, Repo- uh, the Democrats giving them a pass. We're going to have to work with these fuckers? Really? No. Because how much do they want? Maybe it's we. How many people are are uh, who aren't able to retire? How many people have to die without health care? How many Americans are left behind? The, the most annoying thing about the Democrats in general well, Joe Biden in particular, is his constant yelling about how we're Americans and we can do anything. Except what? Universal health care? Except universal higher education? Except living wages? Retirement security? A decent middle class life? You can't have it all ways. There is the right way to do things and the wrong way. And the way they have been doing it to us is they have turned this government into an appendage of the affairs of billionaires, just as FDR warned us about. That we have to work three uniquely American low-paying jobs to not even get get close to the standard of living? that we once thought was our birthright? Oh, God. Where are you guys? Let's continue this. ...on issues related to women that are so important to all of us. Women in business, violence against women. That's why I'm so proud to call him my friend and honored to join in supporting his candidacy for president. He's a really good man, and he's exactly what this nation needs at this time. Now I'm delighted and honored to introduce a former colleague of mine, the former congressman from oh Ohio, the former governor of Ohio, John Kasich. 
America is at a crossroads. Oh, shut up. America is at a crossroads. <laughs> what is this? Oh, he's at a crossroads. That's the way Republicans, they need everything very literal and drum, drummed into their heads. See, like I'm at a crossroads. I'm literally standing on a crossroads. Sometimes elections represent a real choice, a choice we make as individuals and as a nation about which path we want to take when we've come to challenging times. America is at that crossroads today. The stakes in this election are greater than any in modern times. Many of us have been no deeply concerned you. about the current path we've been following for the- Yes, yeah, so concerning, isn't it? I'm concerned when, I don't know, my, my cat sneezes. I'm like, hmm, has he got a cold? That's concerning. Last four years. It's a path that's led to division, dysfunction, irresponsibility, and growing vitriol between our citizens. Continuing to follow that. Well, that's all because you and the rest of your corporatist enablers deregulated media and created a, a country that uh, has silos of information where that was not the case when we had a regulated media where rich the rich couldn't own the same or uh, not the same they couldn't own a tv station and a radio station and a newspaper and the uh the means of communication in the same market that all went out the window thanks to corporate well of course the fascist republicans and the corporate dems and they all act so surprised that we're so divided when they divide us. You know, I have to tell you guys today, I was listening to Tom Hartman and somebody called up and they, and I wonder if they listen to this show. So this is what gave me hope because we're, we talk about what, what we talk about on the show that leaving no one behind is the only American way. That's the patriotic value. And this is how it has to be pre presented. These are patriotic imperatives. They're not just nice moral things to do, like Medicare for all, universal higher education, taxing the rich at a high marginal tax rate, marginal, right? So after a certain amount, it's taxed. So we don't have an aristocracy developing and um, also reinstating the estate tax that the Republicans destroyed in their tax scam. The estate tax is a patriotic tax to ensure that we don't have an aristocracy. These are, th these are, an aristocracy is anathema to a democracy. But I was listening to Tom Hartman and somebody called up and they were talking about what we were talking about here. How the um, Medicare for all is not just a nice thing. I, he didn't say patriotic imperative, but he said it is, a, it is patriotism and it it made me um it made me hopeful because i feel like maybe our message what we what we're doing here is getting out there is getting through and people are picking up on it and that's how it starts cuz i'm telling you i listen to corporate media not corp well not just corporate media but liberal 
real liberal media like Tom Hartman and well, some others I was going to say, but or well, Bob Kincaid and Mike Malaw. I mean, the only real liberal media is this show, Mike Malloy, Bob Kincaid, um, Jeff Waldoff, you know, so I, but I never hear what we, um, what we talk about here about the patriotic imperative. And then the other day we were talking about reparations and I, uh, I have a strong feeling because not only, because it's not just a nice thing to do and a patriotic imperative, but it's also healing for our divided country. They, and these Republicans and these fake-ass, fake Dems, they all go on about how divided we are. And their remedy to unify us is to, to promote Republican policies. Okay? That's really it. Oh, we 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 could do what? What are you going to do? Would FDR ever meet Republicans halfway after they had the American people on bread bread lines for ten years? No effing way. So, this caller to Tom Hartman was he mentioned what we mentioned on the show the other day that not only are Medicare for all and the um and universal higher education, and paying for education out of the general fund. They aren't, uh, not only are they patriotic imperatives, but it's also part of reparations. To recognize, because I think that's partly why we're so divided. Yes, we know we're a racist-ass country, and it's great to pull down those statues and not honor a bunch of traitors and racists and their dupes, but having a country that where we pay our taxes and into our taxes that we, we recognize that we're in this together, everybody in, nobody out, e pluribus unum, that's part of reparations. That when we, when we have universal health care, finally, that we look at our African-American brothers and sisters and we are in this together. I believe that this is how we're going to heal. And I also believe that this is part of how we repair the broken and or repay the debt of gratitude while um, moving forward together. In a way, in a unifying way. You could tell, you could say uh, all day how, oh, um, how bad it is to be racist. It's not nice uh, to systematic racism. Well, you know what else is systematic racism? Leaving people behind. I got mine. That's systematic racism. Not caring about anybody else but yourself, because you know who ultimately, really, is the canary. The the our African American brothers and sisters are the canaries in the coal mine in this broken ass system. So when we move forward together, that's how we will heal, and it's also how we recognize the pain that we have that we've caused that our systematic racist um, government 
caused by creating a system where it was okay to leave people behind because really it was about leaving them behind, not just okay. And I believe a hundred thousand percent that if it weren't for this, if this was not a racist ass system, if we were not a racist country built on racism and genocide and the, and the, and treating human beings like property that we would already have universal health care and we would already have an education system paid through the general fund. The reason that we don't have that is because they, they, those in power who are racists, wanted to keep our African-American brothers and sisters in their place. So I believe that um, universal programs that we fund together, that, that's part of uh, healing and moving us forward together. Not just, uh, yeah, te- tear down a goddamn statue. Who wants to look at a bunch of traitors except a bunch of idiots? But, yeah, that's how we move forward together. That's re- It's reparations. Recognizing what we've done. We have deliberately left people behind. Well, let's stop. Let's stop that. It's not that. It's not like uh, so. It's not like you know we're going to Mars like Jeff Bezos. It's it's easy. Except it's not. It's not simple. You know, simple but not easy. We say in the rooms. It's not it's simple, not e- but not easy, only because the system benefits fr- by our division and keeping us apart. And, you know, the only w- way it will change is when we, the people, recognize that, that this is really a game that they're playing on us. They have, and they can only play the game with our permission, though. It's the truth. That's why, yeah, thank you. Thank you for letting me share. ...will have terrible consequences for America's soul because we're being taken down the wrong road by a president who has pitted one against the other. He's unlike all of our best leaders before him who worked to unite us, to bridge our differences and lead us to a united America. I'm really? a lifelong Republican. Shut up. How many times are you going to say that? But that attachment holds second... When I hear I'm a lifelong Republican, somebody, it, it, it rings in my head like somebody just said, I, I poop my own diapies and I blame others for the stench. Based on my responsibility to my country. That's why I've chosen to appear at this convention. Whatever. In normal times, something like this would probably never happen. Ooh. But these are not normal times. Thanks I'm to you. I'm proud of my Republican heritage. It's the party of Lincoln, who reflected its founding principles of unity and a higher purpose. But what I have witnessed these past four years belies those principles. Many of us can't imagine four more years going down this path. And that's why I'm asking you to join with me in choosing a better way forward. 
I believe the best of America lies ahead, but only when we rediscovered our shared belief in the United States of America for our children's future, which can be bright, hopeful, and inspired if we choose to make it so. I've known Joe Biden for 30 years. I know his story of profound grief that has so deeply affected his character. I know Joe is a good man, a man of faith, a unifier, someone who understands the hopes and dreams of the common man and the common woman, a man who can help us to see the humanity in each other. And that's why we need a system that works for all, not just the 1%. And that's why we have to have Medicare for all and universal higher education for all and education for all out of the general fund. I mean, hello. It's not just about seeing us like each other. Put your money where your mouth is. That's where the rubber meets the goddamn road. And that's where real change will take place. A fundamental transformation of this society. Living our national motto, not just uh, changing it for it to suit the 1%. Because they don't care. The 1% are having a blast in this pandemic. It is smash and grab time. And they're riding us all to the bank. Absolutely. And all of this is palaver. It's just blabber, blabber, palaver. That means nothing. Unless you are, are you, are you willing, Kasich, to, to get the hell out of your own way? I mean, these Republicans, they think that they have ideas. What's their idea? We've been doing their ideas, and it sucks. And here we are. We have implemented their ideas, and they crashed the economy three times in a hundred years. How many have to continue to die needlessly? How many? This is what gets me insane. 35,000 Americans needlessly die every year without health care. And these mothers, effers, well, they're, they're, not, they're not for Medicare for all? To me, and this is another thing I'm going to start doing as far as reframing the narrative. If you are an insurance racketeer mouthpiece, a health insurance racketeer mouthpiece, like an A.B. Klobuchar, like a Joe Biden, like all of these right-wingers, on the uh, all these Republicans who don't want who who don't have no who have no problem with Americans needlessly dying they're the extremists at this point they call us extremists oh we're so far left for not wanting our fellow Mer- Americans to die needlessly for joining who for wanting and demanding to join the rest of the world and have health care as a right of citizenship not a privilege of wealth and these Republicans and, these, and the DLC Democrats who take insurance racket money to keep this broken system intact, uh, they, the system that is the measurably worst health insurance, well, health care in the Western industrialized world. You're talking measurably worst, the most expensive, 
that still leaves millions out, that kills thousands needlessly every year, that costs twice as much, that that ranks dead last or next to last in all positive measures, and they say we're extremists because we want a system that works and works for all unapologetically, that costs less, that covers everyone. And in my opinion, we're reframing the narrative. They're the extremists. Amy Klobuchar, you're in a friggin' you're a friggin' extremist. Who is a cultist? You're you're akin to a cultist la- who is latched on to this insurance racket talking points point and you're not letting go. How many Americans die? They're the extremists. At what point, right? How many have to die before you all understand, everybody understands that, no, this is an extremist ideology. If it were any other industry except the health insurance racket, we would have shut that industry down already. What industry is allowed to needlessly kill 35,000 Americans every year and bankrupt millions more? Anybody who promotes and, and peddles that bullshit system is an extremist and a greedy one at that. He knows that the path to a restored and rejuvenated America lies in respect and unity and a common purpose for everyone. Oh, boy. Yes. Sounds good. There are areas where Joe and I absolutely disagree. (laughs) Name them. What do you disagree about? That's what they keep saying. I disagree. I disagree with AOC. I disagree with this. I disagree with Bernie. I disagree with her. I dis. Well, what? Name it. You disagree? That, well, um, people don't, people shouldn't die needlessly. What part of that don't you agree with? What part of not going bankrupt without health care or leaving no one behind? Oh, no, I disagree with the e pluribusunum because I believe leaving some behind. As long as it ain't me. Leave some, you know, leave them, you know, like we leave some on the battlefield, right? Leaving no one behind. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I thought that, wait, what's American? I forgot. Oh, we leave some behind on the battlefield. It's such bullshit. That's why we have to frame it as patriotism. Because it is, it is about patriotism. Do you not just believe in democracy, but do you, will you fight for a a government that works for all? A functioning democratic republic to honor everyone who died, to entrust it to us. And that's what they were dying for and fighting for. They weren't dying and fighting so the rich can ride us mercilessly to the bank and deny us health care. Is that why? If that's the case, then I want a refund. I want to see the manager. (laughs) Call me Karen, because I'm asking for the manager. 
But that's okay. It's okay. Because that's America. That's America. Because whatever our differences. This is the thing that pissed me off so much. I know we got to go soon because of the, the the convention. What are you talking about? That's okay. That's America. Yeah. Oh, we're at each other's throats. That's okay. That's America. All of this nondescript, um, so-called, we don't agree. Well, what don't you agree on? Name it. Everybody's just allowed to go along and fill in the blanks. It's like the Obamagate, Obamagate, Obamagate. Everyone's talking about Obamagate. You know what it is. It's Obamagate. We don't agree. I don't understand what he is not agreeing with Joe Biden for, with, or whatever. Since Joe Biden is probably the best friend a Republican could have because he made a career out of giving Republicans everything they want. It's which is why the, um, you know, the FDR real Democrats in the Democratic Party are a little like "Eh," mm, voting against Trump, so to speak. Not really voting for Biden. Whoever's, I mean, I don't want to get into it. People are going to be like, Stop with the circular firing squad. It's just, let's not, let's get real here. Him of all? Okay, whatever. I'm voting for him, all right? I'm telling you to vote for him. I'm asking you. Just to stop everything that's going on. We can't afford another four more years. But this is the work we have cut out for us to push this, the goddamn so-called Democratic Party, not just left, we got to push it to democracy. Is that left? Is that radical? I don't think so. That is the promise of this country. Yes, there are areas where Joe and I absolutely disagree. But that's okay. That's okay, Because yeah. that's America. Is because it? Because whatever our differences, we respect one another as human beings. Yeah, sure. Sure you do. Each of us- when they're stepping on people's necks. When they're saying, I got mine. Sucks to be you. Oh, well. When they respect other people. who res- If you respect other human beings or other Americans, why would you propose health care that leaves 10 million with nothing? Yeah, that's okay, because we respect each other. No, you don't. I'm demanding that you respect each other. And if you don't respect each other, it's not... Respect is an action. Really. Everything is an action. Gratitude is an action. Love is an action. You could word, word word me up all day. Show me. I disagree. Oh, that's okay. Well, what do you disagree about? I mean, I'm so tired of them expecting us to fill in the blanks. Detail it. What don't you agree with him on? Really? God. And what the hell? You respect us? How do you respect us? I mean, John Kasich, he's... He is... Uh, a misogynist. He, uh, I mean, this, these people, this is who these people are. And the Democratic Party gives them a platform to rehab themselves, to make them look reasonable. 
80% of the American people live check to check. But let's get the Republicans up here who, who dragged us into the dirt three times in 100 years, who kicked the American people down a flight of steps, who made a literal con man their standard bearer. And, yeah, okay. Let's let's make them seem reasonable. Let's make this party seem like a ch- a uh, a choice, a legitimate alternative. Give me an effing break. Searching for justice and for purpose. Shut up. <laughs> we can all see what's going on in our country today, and all the questions that are facing us. And no all one person questions. or party has all the answers. Shut up. That's only because you have none of the answers. Period. End of sentence. You haven't done a goddamn thing. You're an ideologue who shoved your ideology down women's vaginas your entire career and called it a day. While you kicked, kiss up, kick down. That's the Republican way. Do know is that we can do better than what we've been seeing yeah. today, for sure. Oh, my and God. And I know that Joe that's Biden, with his experience and his wisdom and his decency, can bring us together to help us find that better way. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sick of them. I'm sure there are Republicans and independents who couldn't imagine crossing over to support a Democrat. <laughs> they fear oh, Joe Pisha. may turn sharp left and leave them behind. Shut your whole sharp left when we can't save $400. Where the American people are living check to check. I mean, I have to say, I say it all the time because it has to get into everybody's consciousness. We're talking about a country where the majority of an overwhelming majority of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. And this this is saying we fear that Biden will turn far left. Well, at the rate we're going, with the middle class now below 50% of the population, he can't turn far left fast enough because we're so far right. I'm looking at my own back of my head. It's like a funhouse mirror. That's where I live. And this is how they will maintain the broken system. By pretending. Oh, it's, uh, we're so, it's just so far left. You see, it would be, we're, we're, it's all just working out so beautifully. It's only Twitler. He's, he's the aberration. He came in and it's, we're too far gone. Oh, no, no, no. We, let's get back. We, we don't want to go far left when the American people are living check to check and can't retire one third cannot retire that's not a functioning democracy where you don't have sick leave you don't have like the rest of the world where you got to go on GoFundMe for health care and this son of a bitch standing on a crossroads he's got a full belly Nice warm bed. He doesn't have to worry. He doesn't have to worry about cutting his pills in half because he's got government health care for life. If it's not, if, if it's so 
unbearable, why do they write it into the bills for themselves, making sure that they have pensions, they have government health care forever and ever, amen, but not for us. We're the goddamn peons. We the peons. Go find a rich benefactor to trickle on you. Go beg Stephen Colbert. You know, that's America. I'm sick of it. And this is why we do the show. And I ask you to become a patron. If you like the, you want to keep going, we got to get, we got to do it. You want to have a daily show? To go up against these liars? You become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. I don't believe that because I know <laughs> the measure of the That's man. That's the URL. Damn it. Oh, he won't. No, he, he's talking them all down. He won't turn far left and, m- and make sure that everyone has health care. No, no. And that one-third well, one still won't be able to retire. Don't worry, the American people will still be working eight, uh, you know, not eight, <laughs> three uniquely American low-paying jobs. Don't worry about it. They'll still be living check to check. Well, he won't go far left. That's too, That's crazy talk. The rich will get richer. The working class will be the working poor. Don't worry about it. We spent years building this system. We're not letting go easy. The rich bought us fair and square. Don't worry. There'll still be fun cocktail parties and wine caves. We won't be worried about those dumb people who can't get health care. I mean, if that's their time to meet Jesus, who's, who's, who are we to stand in their, in their way if Jesus gave them cancer and they can't find a useful... Um, some kind of gimmick to get on GoFundMe and make their cancer cells go viral. Well, not the cells, but the the whole campaign. You know, now when you're sick, you can't just get better. You got to have a viral social media campaign to pull on the heartstrings of the dumb sheeple, even though they're being pulled every other which way but loose, and well, including loose, and... If you don't have, you better hope that you have some kind of cute baby picture or somebody with leukemia or something. Put a couple of puppies or kittens in the picture and say, please, please let me have some money so I can, I can uh, have some diabetes medicine. I know I'm not, I, 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 because I, I live in America, the freest, most amazing country that ever God did ever trickle down on the dumb dumbs and who are we to mess with it because you can't fix what ain't broke we're just you know we're just being great that's what it means we can't go too far left I mean we that's crazy talk what kind of country would it be where Americans aren't begging for health care on the side of the internet superhighway, holding a sign saying, please, please, let me have something so I can live another day on this godforsaken, goddamn pandemic-riddled country. 
Oh my God. Trickle something down. Maybe you could do, I don't know, Jeff Bezos. He got a an extra 13 trillion, not trillion, well, trillion, a couple of you, few billions you're talking about real money then. He he made an extra $13 billion in one day on last Monday. You know, not him. He didn't do that. I mean, he was, I didn't see him j- delivering my package or driving or uh, doing, uh, running through the warehouse ready to pass out. It wasn't him. It was the dum-dums. He just sits there, go cha-ching, cha-ching. It's good to be the king in the, I don't know, in this demo, in this democracy. Isn't it good to be the king in the democracy where you don't have to pay any taxes? Isn't that great? Where your corp- corporation doesn't pay any taxes and you got so much mad money, you're after fucking up Earth. You want to go to Mars. This is insane. Faithful, All right. Respectful. Shut you up. Know, no one pushes Joe around. Shut your hole. Joe Biden is a man for our times. Times that Ugh, call for all of us be, to take off truth. our partisan hats and put our nation first for ourselves. And, and shut of your for pie our holes for all. When America chooses the right path and pulls together, like Ugh. we've done so many times before. When we try to stop we women dream from big dreams. being sluts. And we can see the top of the mountain as a United States of America oh with a soul God. that is a beacon of freedom to the entire world. Yeah, freedom. And by freedom, they mean the freedom to die without health care or the freedom to be so rich that you can go to Mars after fucking up Earth and not even look back. Oh, my goodness gracious. Goodness gracious, I got the vapors. One, all right, you know what? Let's, we're going to call it a night. I know it's a quickie, but sometimes quickies are goodies. <laughs> That's what she said. My name is Tara Devlin. Yeah, because the Democratic Convention is starting, and that's just the way it is. I will try to do a show earlier tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. But especially if somebody becomes a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And we have so much more to talk about and so much work to do. All right, guys. Thank you. I want to thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Haiku, for your super chat. And thank you, Gion, for your super chat. I almost said stupid chat. It's not stupid chat. I mean, I want you to go stupid chat with those super chats. Just be like, bing, 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 bing. Super chat. Go stupid chat on the super chat. Yeah. All right, guys. Go watch the damn convention. We'll meet again tomorrow. Tomorrow. And hopefully, I don't know, we'll do another show. If somebody becomes a patron, we will definitely do another show. All right, guys, I don't, you know, that's how it is on the weekday special until we get enough patrons where we can do a show at a regular time. Okay. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. In the meantime, remember what I told you. I know I can't talk sometimes. 
I don't know why. I have, yeah, I am like Joe Biden in that way. I have problems with words sometimes. But we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. And we stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for this hanging out quickie spot. I'll see you hopefully tomorrow.